Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion. Today is December the 30th, 2022. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided, but liberty and justice for some. And I'd like to think that the real model, the real American model, where it's liberty and justice for all, would indeed be true. And I don't know if it ever has. But when we shine the light of Christ on things, that's where true justice shines. Uh, truth, true freedom is found in him. He is the, uh, the way, the truth, and the life. None come to the Father but through him. Everything else is on false pretense, is built upon human uh, ingenuity or human uh, desire, human uh, thought if you will uh, but you can reach us at ehud at it's a religion.org that's ehud at it's a religion.org love to hear from folks uh to see if we are indeed encouraging people a lot going on in the world today uh, but you know god said it a long time ago that people would fall away from the faith i just read that this morning in first timothy 4 which we'll get to eventually but you know it's not a surprise to him none of this is a surprise um but again, our premise here, it's a religion, is that uh, the, the one true way of understanding the life that we have is to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who made us, the one who has saved us, the one who is interceding for us with the Father, the one who is going to return someday to claim his own and to set up a kingdom that's going to reign for a thousand years before things change again and and the end comes i guess however god is going to redo the heavens and the earth um, when that is indeed necessary and he is the one that is over and above his creation you know i think about that sometimes and the fact that he could realign molecules in somebody's arm or eyeballs or whatever when he was here you know we need to trust that uh, there's more to this than what we can see, hear, smell, and taste. And, and that's the error, one error of science anyway, is that they want to supposedly base everything on what we can see, touch, smell, feel. You know, I have to see it to believe it. And while that's good in some sense, it creates a lot of issues in other ways. Because if we don't learn to walk in faith and trust in certain things... Um, you know, I mean, from day to day, I trust my wife is not going to do something bad to me today. That she's going to treat me with kindness and respect. And I would hope that she can trust me to be the same to her. Um, you know, I trust the sun's going to come up today. Why? Because it's come up every day since I've been on this planet. And that is faith. That's, you know, having faith in certain things. You know, when I jump on an airplane, I have faith that the pilot's not going to crash it um hop in a car that if somebody else is driving that they're not going to run it off the road there's a lot of things we put faith in that we don't even realize we do we just do we just accept things the way they are and god has called us to a life of faith he's asked or asked us he's told us hey this is the way that i expect things to work that you put your faith and trust in in the one that i sent um to take care of your problem which is a sin problem which is a um for whatever reason 
you know, sin, God despises sin and he can't be around sin. He can't foster sin. Um, even though, you know, there's a big question mark out there. Why does he allow it then? Why does he allow it to exist? I guess I've always figured that, that much like uh, you can't have love without hate, you know, because if you didn't have the opposite of something to see what that really is, then how would you know the meaning of the, the one that's good, the one that's right, the one that's true? And so maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. I don't know. You know, God didn't give us his reasoning as to why we need to walk in faith. He just calls us to do so. And so either we trust in him or we don't. And that's that's the bottom line. Um, but what else do you got out there, folks? I mean, you've got uh, things like evolution, right? Coming from a bowl of soup two, three, four, ten, fifteen, hundred million 10, 15, 100 million years ago. I don't know what it is now because they change it all the time. And then, uh, you know, that led to everything uh, you know, through random processes and random chance. And just all of a sudden, everything has this order and design to it that came from nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, or you have these uh, other false religions that are based on dead guys, based on guys, you know, and in Muhammad's case, were just plain evil. Um, you know, you look at the guy's life and, and what he did. I, I just, why would you trust in what this guy came up with? So, you know, Christ is the only one that did it perfectly, that, that lived a life that was pleasing to God. He was the perfect spotless lamb who went to the cross, died for us, rose again on the third day, and now is seated at the right hand of the Father and uh, is interceding for us. Now, again, we start with the Word of God. We're uh, in a season where we're reading through the Bible. Um, so if people don't have time to read it themselves, they can uh, certainly turn on this program and start uh, back. I don't know, it's been a couple months now because we're in Exodus chapter 10 today. Um, but hopefully it will bless somebody and give them insight into God's word and what it really means for our salvation. So we're in the Old Testament. We're in the book of Exodus where we're learning about how God brings Israel out from the bondage in Egypt, which again is representative of the bondage of our own sin and how God miraculously brings us out of that bondage into freedom and into the promised land. So Exodus chapter 10, then the Lord said to Moses, return to Pharaoh and make your demands again. I have made him and his officials stubborn so I can display my miraculous signs among them. And that you may tell in the ears of your son and your son's son what things I have done in Egypt and my signs which I have done among them. That you may know that I am the Lord. And, the, and Moses said, and Moses and Aaron came unto Pharaoh and said unto him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that I may they may serve me in. Else you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring the locusts into your coast, and they shall cover the face of the earth, that one cannot be able to see the earth. They shall eat the residue of that which has escaped, which remains unto you from the hail, which, and shall eat every tree which grows for you out of the field. And they shall fill your houses, and your houses of all thy servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, which 
neither your fathers nor your fathers' fathers have seen since the day that they were upon the earth unto this day. And he turned, to, turned himself and went out from Pharaoh. So Pharaoh's servants said unto him, How long shall this man be a snare unto us? Let the men go that they may serve the Lord their God. Don't you know yet that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh and said unto them, Go, serve the Lord your God. But who are they that shall go? And Moses said, We will go with our young and with our old, with our sons and with our daughters and with our flocks and with our herds we will go. For we must hold the feast to the Lord. And he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you, and I will let you go and your little ones. Look to it, for evil is before you. Not so. Go now. You that are men and serve the Lord. For that you did desire. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail has left. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind upon the land that day. And all that night, and it was morning, the east brought the locusts. Locusts went up over the land of Egypt and rested in all the coasts of Egypt, they were grievous, were they before them, and were no such locusts as they, neither after them, shall, shall be such. For they covered the face of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they did eat every herb of the land and the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. And there remained not any green thing in the trees or in the herbs of the field through the land of Egypt. Man, would that be crazy to see. And Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now therefore forgive, I pray thee, my sins only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that they may take away from this me this death only. And he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord turned the mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the coast of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let go, let the children of Egypt go. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, which may be felt. Can you imagine a darkness that could be felt? Uh, and Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose from his place or three, for three days, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord. Let not your flocks nor your herds be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, You must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Our cattle also shall go with us. There shall not be a hoof left behind. For there we must take to serve the Lord our God. We know not with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. Until we go there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. So again, the Lord is working in this thing, because he has a final purpose in mind here. And Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, take heed thyself, see my face no more, for in that day you see my face, you shall die. And Moses said, You have spoken well, I will see thy face again no more. So Moses knew what was coming. And uh, I think we're going to see in the... Uh, next chapter what god does to kind of put a final stake in this whole thing because again this is i think representative of what he did in giving his only son um, to die for us and it's it's representative of that uh happening some hundreds of years down the road here
So, but again, we don't know the mind of God completely. What we have is his word. We can see glimpses of his mind, his, his character, of his purpose uh, through his word and sometimes through his spirit. Um, the Pentecostals might argue with me on that. That would, you know, that's where we really need to lean. But, you know, if God is the same today and yesterday, his character is going to speak uh, in a way that's consistent with his word. And so um, some of the things that we see in the church today um, certainly don't make sense. And I think it's gotten, um, I think feminism has done a lot to harm not only the church, but our society as a whole. And that's part of the reason we're being deceived into more and more things, just as Eve was. Um, but men aren't stepping up. And and just like Adam, you know, well, okay, I'll eat the fruit too, I guess. And, uh, you know, we see that going on right before our faces. So we need to stand strong. We need to uh, keep the faith. We need to gird up our loins, men, and... Uh, take care of business to do what's necessary to hold fast to what we've been given so with that i'll call it a day lord god almighty thank you for a new day i pray that you bless it and keep it as only you can we love you and praise you and thank you in jesus name amen have a great day everybody Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing, for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that He's done for my mama, for my friends, for your love that never.